Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. And welcome back, Working Interferences listeners. I am your host, Lance Timmerman, and joined by my beautiful wife, Holly. Hi. It's been a really long minute since the last time yeah, we were on here. It's It's been a while. We've been busy. Um, I got to say that the new format is a little bit um, more challenging. It's easier to put off um, since we're in the same house. And sometimes we, you know, we're working all day together and I get home. I really don't want to talk to you. So, you know. Recording isn't a priority at that point. Exactly. So um, sometimes we have to put it off until we're kind of ready, and uh, sometimes it's a it, it's a little late. So it's been. Are we coming up on two weeks since the last? I think it's been almost a month. I don't think it's been the last quite time that. I recorded was before my birthday. We might have released it the week after my birthday, but no, I think we released it like right the weekend of your birthday. So it's been. May 29th yeah, so was my birthday. Right. So it's yeah. been two weeks. Out. June 4th was the last episode. Okay. I do want to talk about something that isn't on your list. Okay. Because it's also something that Brianna brought up to me. Okay. And it was in that post that you just told me about. But okay. it's just a little pick out because I had this. So our, what she's talking about is I was like, looking for content and I found a Reddit question. Right. But we're not going to address that right now because okay. we're going to do that on a separate one. But right. I find it interesting that I had a scenario, same as her, and Brianna is also having the same problem in her office. Okay. In all of your offices out there, who is responsible for the lab cases? Who is responsible for ordering the shit that Doc needs to have back in the operatory? Because... So you're talking lab cases. When a crown is going out, who's responsible for checking it in? Checking it in, following up, making sure it's in. It's going to be brought back. You know, all of that. Because why the fuck in any of these offices is the front desk doing that? You have an assistant. The definition of her job is to assist you in everything that you're doing back there. So why isn't the assistant dealing with the lab cases? Because she's fucking back there. She knows well, it would have to where be, you it, have sent it. It would depend on if, if people have a system. And maybe it's a delegated part that where the front desk logically in their flow it would be fall on the front desk, but it would it would depend on the flow and the and the system they establish. If there's no system, then and you're just making it up as you go, then that's different. But fucking make up your mind. Do you want your front desk in charge of the financials of the office, which entail getting your patients in, getting your patients seen, getting them scheduled, 
making a treatment plan, making them well, I, financial I arrangements. I think it comes down to how, because uh, I think, okay, here's a scenario. About five years ago, I had a hygienist who decided on their own during my lunch break that they were going to help organize things. And they took all of the lab slips and they took them in, because we had them in the back by the sterilization area. They took all of that shit and put it up front because apparently in their previous offices, all that shit was done by the front desk. Apparently, which seems stupid to me, and I've, I've lost my shit That's the thing on is, that person. It, there's absolutely like, why the fuck no would you? You don't logic. know your my systems. Well, I'm doing it this way. Don't well, fuck do, with my system. It doesn't even make sense. You know, I don't. I, that's what my was my point. And they were like, "Well, they're they're the ones." So you're well, going to waste time. This is this should be the flow when a doctor is saying, "I'm going to send them to blah blah blah." Whoever is there, the hygienist or the assistant, needs to be filling out that fucking referral form. Mm-hmm. And then when they bring the patient up for the handoff, they give the referral form to the front desk to scan into the chart. And the front desk will send it with the patient and forward on the x-rays. Mm-hmm. That is the flow that should be happening. Well, that's if the flow that works for us. Maybe they've got something elsewhere. If you're doing it any other fucking way, you're wasting time. Well, I don't know. We would have to see their system to see how, how what their flow is. Maybe, maybe it's better. But to me, the, the, the little hint out there to the non-dentists that, that may, if you're going to a new office, if they actually have label makers and they've labeled different <laughs> things, which is where it seems pretty definitive, this is where they want it to be. If you're going to fucking rip that shit off of the, the wall or wherever it is and, and move things around, before you do that, talk to the person in charge, whether it be the dentist or whoever, to make sure that, that we want that. Because I, I lost my shit when I came well, in that day. Because that is this person's passive aggressive way because they knew that you would probably say, go fuck yourself. Well, and I still said, go fuck yourself. But they, but they were banking on that you wouldn't. Well, and that you would just go with it because it would cause a conflict. Little did they know that they that was know, the wrong person yeah, to do that with. I'm not afraid of conflict is their problem because right, I went but, straight but into that's it. that's why they did it because they didn't want to do, they didn't want that part of the responsibility of their job. Yeah. And so they figured that they would force your hand mm-hmm. and you would. And just, they did. They forced my hand. Get the fuck out. out of my get, get your shit and go. But most dentists have no backbone whatsoever. I'm and finding there's a lot of dentists. There's what we're finding with our daughter's office is mm-hmm. the doctors are incredibly spineless. Yeah. And so they basically cower to everyone in the office. Well, right now I, I, I've given everybody a, a little bit of a benefit of the doubt just because the, the employee shortage. So they've got someone who keeps the, showing up late. It and, really isn't anymore. He just hired a herd of assistants. Oh. So there isn't a shortage. It's that there's they're just pusses. Well, the, and the thing is, they're they're so overstaffed that they would easily be able to get by with one less person for the time being until right. they replace them. But they're just spineless. It is a spineless office. But I don't understand. It's so, a, but a rudderless leadership fee, free clinic. So. Like to, this week, I was looking for a lab case, and I'm where I'm. I was like, "Is this lab case in? Who? There's no notes in the system." by doctor or the assistant as to where this lab case even went. So I have no idea who I'm, I'm looking for. Finally, I looked at my, my assistant. I'm like, where is this lab case? And she's like, I don't know. I said, why don't you know? You're responsible for everything from the end of my desk back. Mm-hmm. I am responsible for this whole motherfucking area. 
that is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. You need to know exactly where every single one of your fucking lab cases well, are. The, the other thing that's stupid is it's really easy to find out. You don't have to say, well, I don't know. You just go straight to, like if it's a crown, you go to the iTero because I don't do like PVS and it, it'll tell you where I sent it. But that's the same shit's happening at Brianna's office. Yeah. She's running the front desk with Hannah mm-hmm. and these motherfucking assistants aren't putting shit into the notes and they're not following up on their lab cases. And then they're coming up to the front as the girls are answering all of these phones and trying to check people out and trying to get people scheduled and trying to collect money and trying to have treatment consultations and trying to do all this other shit. And the assistants are sitting there with their thumb up their ass going, where's our case? You stupid fucking bitch. Guess where your case is, wherever you goddamn sent it. Go fucking find it. Mm-hmm. Because if that patient shows up and your case isn't here, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, the assistant totally fucked up and your case isn't here. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, Alan Mead had made the comment the other day. Um, everyone sucks at their job. I. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, there are days where I suck, but it's, yeah. I'm like, there should be very, very clear responsibilities in an office. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind checking, but my checking is going to be with the assistant. Mm-hmm. And when she looks at me and says, I don't know where it went. Why don't you know? You were sitting in the operatory with him. Well, the, the, the frustrating thing is we have templates. We use Dentrix and we have templates. And so it's really easy. It, it's, there's, we have redundancy because the Itero says where it got sent to. But when you're doing the chart notes, you, we have things you, you just click the answers to it. So chart notes should only take two minutes to, to write up because you're just going to click all the different things and it fills it for you. And at the very end of it is where did the crown go to? And there's the labs that I use plus their phone numbers. So if you were looking at the chart notes and you need to give them a phone call, you don't have to look up the phone number because it's right there in the chart. But it it's, it's, means that she didn't use my templates. But it, it's, it's exactly the same thing with a referral form. Yeah. You are sitting right next to doctor when he sends the scans to the lab. You are sitting right next to the doctor while he's giving his exam. So you know exactly what the referral is yeah, for. That drives me cra- batshit crazy when I sit down to do my exam and all of a sudden I'm alone. It's me and the patient. Well, where the fuck is my assistant? Because I need you to, or if, if it's a recare, where's the hygienist? I'm supposed to, you're supposed to catch me up on what you t- talked about and concerns and whatever. If you just fucking leave, uh, all right. Well, I'll look for fires and bleeding things, but the fact that any of these office have the front office doing back office shit mm-hmm. is mind blowing to me. Yeah. Your assistant, first of all, all of you doctors out there, your assistants aren't that busy. Nope. You know what they're busy doing? They're pretending they're busy as they play on their phone. So just know your assistants aren't that busy. Yeah, especially in the offices that I've helped out where they're they're overstaffed. They've got multiple assistants and they have multiple people up front. And there's there's redundancy and it's it's there are times where it's nice to have a little bit of surplus help because if someone can't come in, they got sick, car accident, or whatever the case, we're not totally flying blind. Our, our 
the downside of being lean and mean is there's no room for flexibility. Right. So um, the other offices where they've got plenty of flexibility, your overhead is too high. So it's it's a double-edged sword. Some people right. would rather overpay so that they well, have I less mean, stress. I would regard. like to have one more floater person. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like people enough to even put myself out there to interview anybody. <laughs> I know. I keep... Uh, I'm like... You know, this would be great, but I don't really like anybody to well, begin with. Now it's summertime, so they're going to wait. No one's going to be looking until the summer vacations are over. Yeah. So we really can't look till September anyway. But I that that is just something that is driving me crazy. It's three times this week I have run into an office that is doing that. Uh-huh. And their front desk is like, what the fuck? It's one thing if you're office is scheduled out nine months because you're on every goddamn list under the stars Mm -hmm. and your front office is really not doing shit because there's nothing for them to do. Mm -hmm. But if you're an office where your phone is ringing and you expect your front office to fill your schedule and get shit done and make sure that people are appointing for their treatment and doing treatment plans and doing financial arrangements and doing all of that shit. Mm -hmm. They don't have time to be doing something that you already had somebody sitting again, right fucking next to you that can take care of it. There's no reason why your assistants are taking it to the front desk and dumping it on their, their counter. All they're doing is saying, I'm fucking lazy. So... I'm going to get this to do all of my work because my doctor's a pussy and won't do anything about it. Now I get to go in and edit 13 minutes in. I got to bleep you. (laughs) I am just, it's makes me crazy. (laughs) Clearly, clearly. (laughs) I just, yeah, makes me crazy. Picked a bad day to stop sniffing glue. Seriously. (laughs) Bad day to stop drinking. So, um, well, Holly, this is an advice show. <laughs> this is a, um, a show where we uh, now we're, we're f- we've already been told flavoring that it. They don't want my my opinion because it's condescending because I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but you've also got the emails where people are grateful because they're they're in the front or new to the front or whatever, and they it's nice to hear your perspective. So you get, you're getting both sides. Um, we find questions that we find on Reddit, Reddit. Uh, or things in the fa- Facebook group. But what, lately, a lot of the, the questions have just been scenarios that we've we've come across. And uh, you've got actually got another. The one you wanted to talk about was similar to something you talked about one or two episodes ago about a, a PPO. But this was a, this was a different one. Um, where how, how, tell me about it. So this is a new PPO, a new. So this new company contacted me it's uh, email in the mail they sent an email to me okay and along with a fee schedule just how did they find us was it just they were going down just alphabetical well she said that our patients had requested for us to be a part of this okay and i emailed her back and i said um i'm looking over this fee schedule and you need to understand that when i look over a fee schedule I micromanage the fee schedule. I'm going through every single one of these codes. I'm not 
looking at my top five? So I generally look at the things that I do the most. So there, there are certain procedures where I don't do, I don't do pedo. So I don't care about space maintainers and I don't care about, you know, little shit that, right. But I know I, that I do a lot of crowns. I know I do implants. I know I do, you know, but that. I'm going through this whole list because I also read the contract that said that, you know, in order to be quote unquote, you know, fair to all of these patients that, um, we would have to, if they came to us, we would have to honor these fees for everything that's on this list. Okay. And I'm reading this and I'm like, they have whitening, they have ortho, they have all of these specialty things that insurance never covers Mm -hmm. or covers 20% of the time. Okay. And they're garbage fees. Like we do core whitening in our office, which is the best of the best. $1,300. If you're going to do core, then that's fine. And what a lot of people don't know is, is I hate all other whitening processes so much that I pretty much only do core. If you don't want to bother with that expense and you're looking for, you know what? I don't even want to be a part of it. Because there, you get so much uh, buyer's remorse and dissatisfaction, right. and then they blame you, and then they want to refund, and then, you know, I don't even want to go down that that path. Well, especially when you are of the caliber that you are, people are expecting the best of the best, right? No matter what you're charging. Yeah. And so, and I get that consistently with the core whitening. Yeah. So those but out there listening, that's why we get do it. complaints. A lot of guys aren't considered the best of the best. They're considered a mill. And so people, expectations are less. Yeah. Much, much less. So we are in a situation that is a little different than Joe blow down the street. Right. We've done a bunch of branding where people are brand aware. So, so. I started to com- have a conversation with this woman and I was, I said, do you even know where you sent this fee schedule to? Have you done any research at all on the doctor that you presented this bullshit fee schedule to? And I said, you have fees on here that Dr. Timmerman accepted 30 years ago when he started being a dentist. And this is completely unacceptable. And you have fees on here that you're never, ever going to cover. And you're saying that we'll now be required to take this fee as our full fee. And we can't balance bill. Now, I got the impression that she's new to the profession. She never said she was new. Well, because... She just seemed... We were like... She's just stupid. Well, right. We were like, how can she be this dumb? She must be new. But I don't know that for a fact. Because, you know, whitening is not a covered benefit. But what they... What some dentists may not know is if it's if they have it on their fee schedule at four hundred dollars and it's non covered, you're still stuck with that fee. Right. So even if you want to charge more, you just can't. So just FYI, if you're doing that, you might want to check with your front desk because if you ever get in trouble, you're getting in really big trouble. Yeah. They what they do is they 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 extrapolate. They say that these five charts is representative. So you have a patient pool of 2000. So that means we're going to multiply this, this fine or this fee, the recovery times, you know, 400. And so you you end up like a $10,000 refund. Or I I heard one dentist got audited and he had, he owed $200,000 to Delta because of that audit. 
and you know they're they're not looking at all your charts. They're just looking at representatives uh, of it. You know, five charts right. means five thousand. Right. So be careful with that. You might want to look into this. So yeah. I'm having this conversation over email with her. And so I'm sending her, I said, well, I can't agree to this fee schedule because we only do core whitening. You might, and I sent her a little link for core whitening. And I said, we charge $1,300 for this. This is a three visit, including trays and blah, 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 and labs and la. And by the time I was done, she was like, oh my God, I don't think I have ever even known an office like that. And so then I went and I rambled off all of your accolades. I was like, he's been to LVI, he's done COIS, he's done blah, 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 blah. He's got diplomat in sleep. He's got this, he's got that, he's got this. And she was like, um, I'm actually going to be in Seattle. I know that you can't. So she ended up sending me three different fee schedules so far. And then she goes, I'm actually going to be in Seattle. Could I come to your office and take a look and just see the difference? And maybe I can sit down with you and maybe we can just negotiate some of your create a fee schedule specifically for you. My only thing that with that would is though, what if we, we spent all this time, we finally get a fee schedule that we totally love. And then a month later, they send me an, an updated fee schedule. Well, she already knows that we're not doing that. We won't. Ex- I mean, she, she, I, we have corresponded steadily now for almost three weeks. Okay. And she is coming to the office on Tuesday oh. to sit with me because she is just like, oh my God, I didn't like, like she had no idea that there was something different than Doc Brown that she goes to see in whatever state she lives in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Great, will, Scott. I will take the time to educate somebody that doesn't have a clue I, I, or at least play, pretend she doesn't have a I clue. I mean, she sends me this. this but the, the, co- the fee schedule they sent, I've seen these before. It was usually like two pages of fees. This was like 10 pages. Yeah, this was every code ever in dentistry. It was incredible. I'm like. I'm like, this doesn't work for me. And I saw one of the emails where she was saying, well, look, we, we make it, you know, most of the fees aren't on the, that we cover are far, far fewer than this. But we just have all, everything out there. I don't think she realizes the noose that she's providing. Well, and I about snapped her in half when I said, you have an oral sleep appliance here for $300. So that means you're expecting the doctor to give somebody a a night guard that is a boil and bite because a lab fee on a Moses on an actual sleep appliance is more than this. It's three times that. And no, that two, two and a half. I don't know. It's like 600 bucks or something. And I said, and if you are encouraging any of these doctors to perform sleep apnea treatment when they haven't been trained, you're going to kill someone. And guess what? You hold some of that responsibility. And she was like, she sent it back. She goes, Oh my God, I never even thought of that. My husband has sleep apnea. Oh my God, he could get killed. Well, and not only and that, like, it's, Oh my God, he's fucking, it's an EO four, eight, six. That's a medical t- yeah, code. And, that's, and I did tell her that I said, this is a medical code. This is not coded through dentistry. You're dummying it down, which is going to make doctors feel like they can do it without any training. There is required follow-up to sleep apnea. It's not, here's your appliance. Good luck. Don't die. Yeah. That's not how it works. 
And that isn't how it's going to work when you get sued. Mm -hmm. So get a clue. I mean, that basically they're, they're making it sound like the, the Medicaid uh, or, or Medicare where you can be a non-participating uh, provider, but then you're just a DME. You're, right. you're providing the equipment, but all follow-up is supposed to be then delegated back to the sleep physician. Yeah, but, but the, the, even Medicare expects you to make sure it's working. Right. Well, you're supposed to then send them back. To, to All calibration studies would then be done by the sleep physician and not your office right. because you can't do the sleep tests right. with Medicare. But they're, yeah, it, it's... It's a, it's a PPO that I'll be damned. If I'm signing up, it's going to be a sweet schedule. I'm not going to take any. I haven't seen any of their fees that are acceptable. So Well, and I laughed because I said, do you know what state you've sent this to? And she goes, well, what do you mean? I said, we are one of the most expensive staffing states in the U.S. Yeah, we're right up there with California without the sunshine. And... Your fee might work in Wichita. Well, I'm like your fee for a pro fee doesn't even get us into the black by having our employee yeah, here. Cause the hygienists here are so overpaid. And she was like, really? I'm like, yes. So I just need all of you guys out there. To really, really be, unless you have someone like me looking at all the fee schedules and fighting for you, you better be getting all those fee schedules before anything is being signed up for. Because first of all, yeah, if you're delegating all that, then you're just a moron. You're an idiot. Fucking idiot. I don't care how many years this person has been with you. I don't care how much you trust them. If they are not, if, if you are not at a minimum, getting three fee schedules before you're signing up, you're a fucking idiot. Well, the thing is, so a lot of people are so used to suppressed fees. The PPO, we're doing, they've been doing 600 crowns for decades. Well, they'll do $600 crowns still. And, and I will never do a $600 crown. It's, never say never. Wow. Knock on wood. Okay, well. If I'm doing it, someone else has bought my practice or I'm working for someone else or something because. But just you guys need to know there is piles of fee schedules and all you got to do is keep pushing them and keep pushing them and keep pushing them and they will keep giving you fee schedules. Well, they'll get to a point where they're like, yeah, I guess we just can't work with you because there are some PPOs they, they just don't negotiate. I haven't found one yet. Because hmm. I thought there, were, who was it? Was it Regents? They didn't. They just had their their schedule. No, the like the federal's are just this is what it is. Hmm. Any federal plan is going to be this is what it is. But Regents, we have great fees with Regents. Well, that was the reason why we, I accepted it. We, you know, we they, they weren't bad. They weren't $600 crowns. But we also <laughs> always send it back. And yeah, I don't take the is, first one that gets mailed to me. Yeah, it's That's, like going to Mexico and bartering. That's It's 100% what it is. But I swear, I'll go to these study clubs and I'll talk to the other dentists. And they just think that the, the fees, well, you know, can't fight City Hall. The fees are the fees. I guess I just have to do my best with this. 
That's not true. Yeah, they're they're stupid. I decide not to debate with them. I just walk away usually. So if any of you need some help, let me know because I'll call your insurance people and be yelling at them. Well, there are companies out there. Um, there are, but unpaid plugs. But I'm not going to tell you have, the name of them, but you need to have somebody who is really watching that stuff because I I know a lot of front desk people who are who are, they get a fee schedule and then they're like, okay, sounds good. And you've given them the responsibility to sign for it. And then you get stuck with these ridiculous fees and you don't even know what's going on. I mean, you have to pay attention. I know you don't want to, unless you have somebody like me who is going to bite back. Yeah. Well, there are a lot, I, I, so someone I saw on Facebook recently or someone was, they've just found out that someone was embezzling and things and how do I go about this? But then you, the way that they found out was, well, they had used the office credit card and, and paid something. And I'm like, why the fuck are you having anybody paying your bills? No one should be writing the check for the office except you. And nobody should be using the credit card except you. So if you're delegating, you're, you're the dumbass that was overly trusting to get someone to be able to make these charges. Well, but it goes back to, oh, she's really good. She's been with me for a long time. That seems to be the story every single mm-hmm. time somebody is embezzled. Yeah. Dental Fraud Busters is the um, company or what, Facebook group that um, Bill Hintz, I think, is his last. Anyway, he's got stories up the yin-yang of all these embezzlers and different things. And Sadly, it's a lot of Mormon guys that I know that have been embezzled from. Mm-hmm. And it's because they've hired people from church and they trust them because they think that they're Christian. And no, they just feel entitled to be mm-hmm. the doctor. Yeah. And it's quite astounding to me. Shockingly. Yeah. Yeah. People suck. Like Alan said, everyone sucks at their job. <laughs> All right. So we have um, uh, a Reddit. No, this was a Facebook commentary that had happened. Um I won't say the name of who it was, and I can't even see what group it came from. Uh, no, it doesn't show me. Okay, so patient decides not to take Panorex in 2017 because of frequency, and an aggressive tumor goes undetected in the jaw. Patient decided not to do it because insurance didn't cover it because of frequency, and now had to pay this out of pocket. Now it is detected in 2022. Per the pathologist, it's been a while that the tumor was growing and the surgeon says the patient will lose half of his jaw and a portion of his tongue. Do you think the patient will go after the insurance company for not covering or the doctor who followed what the patient decided? 100% the doctor. Yeah, you, you're, you're fucked. It's, it goes back to perio. They cannot yeah. sign away their right. They cannot decline standard of care. And what? And I swear to God, I get dentists saying, "Well, we we routinely the, all new patients just to save on radiation or whatever their rationale is. Instead of doing all eighteen views of, of X rays and then a pano, that they'll do a pano and four bite wings, or and maybe some anterior PAs so they can see some of the front teeth, and that's good enough. That's as good as." I'm like, you are a fucking moron. It really isn't. It's they're abs- apples and oranges. I'm, I take a, take a panel and I don't even really look at the fucking teeth. It's not the teeth I'm looking at. I'm looking at the bone around it. Well, and and also that comes from we've seen tumors. Yeah. And we've seen, you know, we have had friends of our daughters who their mothers have died because somebody didn't catch the cancer. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's real. And guess what? Guess who's going to lose in court? If, if it gets argued, the, the doctor is going to lose. Uh, number one, I don't give two fucks 
what the insurance limitations are. You're coming to my office. I'm doing a fucking full set of x-rays. Many people, well, I have them from my other office and I'll send them. They usually send me shitty copies that, or, or that they did a bad job to begin with. Undiagnostic. Well, fuck that. I'll give them to you for free. We're taking them. Whether I charge for them or not is different. But we're fucking taking current x-rays. And if you don't have a panoramic, the, giving a referral for them to go somewhere else. Get a radiography center. Takes it off you. So... Everyone needs to be sent somewhere, whether they so if do I didn't it have a pano, do the thing is, the, the argument would be, well, I made the referral. They didn't go get it done. So I don't have the pano in for me. I'm it's, it's, I have a line in the sand and it's, it's not negotiable. You, you, you show up with your fucking pano. If I don't have the pano machine, then you better show up with one because I'm not, uh, no, I'm, I'm sick. I'm done with playing games with patients. Well, because we've learned. I've been burned. Because we've been fucked up Because I was, I was such a nice guy. Well, okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll we can skip that. I mean, all of our hard lines have come from it biting us in the ass. Yeah. We have been bitten in the ass so, so I, many times. My comment to this group was, look, it's, it's my way, the highway. I have absolutely, it, you, you do it what I say. Or you get the fuck out. And a person was like, we're not a dictatorship. We have to meet people halfway and see them as humans and this and that. And okay. finally, I just I started, started to go with back and forth with them. And, you know, fuck you. I didn't say fuck you. I was about to. And I just let my final word was just K. I, I was done. I'm not going to debate well, with a moron. Either you're the person was either a brand new grad who doesn't know fuck or there's just a fucking moron that or, just hasn't come come across that asshole that will make your life a living hell for at least two years because it usually board complaints take f- fuck all time to, to do a process and so it's going to be two years of gut lining when you finally get exonerated because you did nothing wrong but but in some cases like this you would be wrong yeah if you ha- saw a patient who had perio and you didn't do it or didn't refer them on to a periodontist you would be wrong. Or uh, the one where I still have, I, I didn't give the three ring binder back to the attorney that gave it to me. So I have the, the, the court yeah. to the case where they had active perio. It was a new patient and they had active perio. So they did a perio maintenance anyway, d- d- just to see how they went. And we'll see you next time to see if we need to do periotherapy again. They're trying to be the nice guy. They got burned. So if it's active perio, you have to do periotherapy. Right. And, you know, it... And it doesn't matter if they have an insurance benefit or not. Yeah, fuck insurance. Insurance shouldn't be a part of insurance the is didactic. Not, they are not the doctor. And anybody who is working for an insurance company that is a doctor is not really a doctor. They are now the joke. Those that work for an insurance company mm-hmm. and not practice dentistry, it's kind of like the whole those that don't teach. Right Now the guy's... You teach because people respect you. Now, those idiots are now working for the insurance company. Right. Now, I I, I require... Uh, so, on my, in my office, when people come... We've mentioned this before. We're, we're comprehensive. We're taking all the x-rays. I'm taking iTero scans on every new patient. We're taking... in. Probably 50% of them, I'm doing CBCTs. I'm, I'm really close to just taking a CBCT on everybody. Um, so, my... Follow up my recare. I may not take them. I, I'll make the decision based on how they were last time. Like if you've zero zero cavities anywhere and you're 40 years old and haven't had a filling at all and no perio or anything like that, I'm probably not going to be pushing 
uh, too many x-rays on you to look for anything. So, but if you're, you've got a shit ton going on, I'm going to take them a lot because there's a lot going on. Cause if we don't, and I don't give a shit about your insurance. Cause if we don't catch something that's on us, Mm -hmm. the patient is never going to take ownership No, and the insurance is too big for them to attack. So who are they going to blame? Yeah you so i i look forward because so then you you will get a few people that will then go to yelp and whatever give a bad one-star review oh he, he charges too much money and he insists on taking x-rays and i don't want to take x those Un- actually reviews i want unnecessary x-rays is what i love oh yeah you, you wanted unnecessary x-rays i'll you just tell you one thing what i tell patients because i've had a couple people that are really snarky about insurance or uh x-rays and i said well if you if you turn up missing they will call us for your x-rays and if they're not up to date then they may not be able to identify you yeah we've had because we've had that done three times this is two or three yeah yeah and so it does happen and unfortunately, I think the first time we ever got called, we were kind of, we weren't as, we were no. more spineless back then. We only had maybe bite wings, I no, think. the first time it ever happened was, she, the last time we had seen her was right after she had gone missing, but she'd been missing for 10 years and they finally found a body and it was a hard ca- uh, file. So we, it wasn't oh. digital. And so we didn't, we had already gotten rid of it and it had been shredded. It had almost been, mm-hmm. t- you know, 15 years by the time right. they found her. Legally, we're only required for seven years in Washington yeah. State. And so because we had turned everything into going paperless and everything is digital in our office, the last time we had seen her was at your old office. Okay. And everything was dipped or whatever it's called. I don't well, know. just regular yeah. films. And so we didn't have any of this woman's records. And I don't know if they were ever able to identify her because they didn't have any dental records. Yeah, I think and I remember seeing some of that. Guess what? Dental records are x-rays. Yeah. And so, and you know, sometimes it is a little bit. When you have someone who's super aggressive and very anti taking x-rays if you just say you know i'm just a little bit concerned because if you ever go up missing we'll never be able to identify you without current x-rays and they look at you like you just literally slap them in the face yeah the other point that i made in this group discussion was look it's also a, a flag uh, if if you're going to put that much pushback just to for me to have my baseline diagnostics you're going to be that much of an asshole at that point I don't even fucking want you in my office. Get the fuck out. I literally mean I don't want you as a patient. I don't want, I'm not required to see every single person that calls. Everybody that walks through the door doesn't mean I have to well, see you. Well, I laughed too because you had that guy that um, we've had. He's been a patient of ours for years, but he's always kind of an asshole about x-rays. And you finally said, well, you know, I can't di- diagnose cancer if I can't see it. Yeah. Well, one time... Maybe it's the same guy, but he says, you never find anything. And I said, well, they never found my my mom's cancer until she did. You know, we take it routinely because things change. Yeah, you're not exact. You're not exactly the same person as you were yesterday as you are today. Yeah. Now the nice cancer wasn't is, detectable yeah. before, but now cancer is detectable. So we need to be doing our thing to detect it in the earliest possible stage. Yeah. So again. Like this person in the... In big the, advocate of educating your patient. Yeah. Well, I'm a big advocate of educating your patients, but have some bare minimums. 
that are non have non-negotiables. You don't be so spineless that everybody pushes you around to, to, and they call the shots. No, I want all of the I want all the records. I want to know everything that's going on, so that either I'm going to do some treatment. I mean, I have a lot of people with a comprehensive records. We're not doing anything on them. They're healthy. They're fine. They're boring. Well, I don't make just, any money off that person. They just come in, get the teeth cleaned, yeah. chat with Holly for an hour and a half. We still have room on. for them. We still have room. And, and in the morning huddles, I'm always like, okay, this person's going to come in a little bit early to talk to Holly, and then they're going to stay a little bit late to keep talking to Holly. And um, yeah. and that's usually right. But, so. I mean, there's things that you have to be doing, whether the conversation with the patient is uncomfortable or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, re- I can remember when we had that patient that came in for his first appointment and we took a CBCT and we took a piano and you're, you're like, have the patient go sit in the front room. And you're like, Holly, can you come here and can you look at this x-ray and do you see what I see? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you're like, shut in the door. You're like, I know. And I, had we not taken a piano? Uh-huh the enormity of what that was would have never been seen. Yeah. And this person ended up um, losing, losing half m- his jaw, half his jaw had to have a fibula flap. I didn't know what the hell a fibula flap was at the time. That was actually fairly new. No, no one was it's really doing it. Pretty it's new. still pretty new, but most people, if I bring it up, they they're familiar with yeah. the term. Um, they had but to take a bone from a his leg to get this whole, I mean, it was insane. Yeah. But again, you don't see what you don't see mm-hmm. if you don't take the records. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. I can still remember that day. He came with his brother because he was already nervous. He didn't That's like right. the dentist. That's right. And we took this and I just can remember, you go ahead and sit out, out in the other room. And you're like, Holly, can you come here for a minute? I was like, what the Do you see what I see? Fuck? Because this this seems to be Well, this. for somebody who doesn't, I don't really look at x-rays. I mean- Right. But this was, so, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it was expansive. It was about the size of a golf ball. And I was like, holy fuck. But, but it, was, it was also that the teeth were being pushed. They, some, yeah. some things, they'll, they'll grow around the roots of the teeth. No, this was pushing the teeth in different positions. Yeah, it was, it was the most insanity. It, I, I couldn't believe he yeah. I mean, it'd been going on for a while. Yeah, I can't believe it had gone on as long as it had gone on. Thank God it was benign. And he was so afraid of dentists that he hadn't gone. I mean, no one else was seeing this because he wasn't going anywhere. He finally came in. Yeah, because you're not going to get any kind of help like that from a regular doctor. And he still wasn't coming. coming, He was coming originally. It was sleep apnea. Right. And but I'm like, okay, well, this requires teeth. So we, we need to make sure your teeth are healthy enough to hold on to the oral appliance. So we so then we started doing X-rays. Like, oh, back up! <laughs> this is not as quick and simple to take care of. Yeah, um, we got a situation here, yeah. and I had to call an oral surgeon. And I'm like, I need yeah. him to be seen immediately. I need. We need some help here. This is not. We don't know what this is. Yeah, I had uh, you know my differential diagnosis. You have three things to think of as possibilities. I was I was right on my first guess, but still without a histological sample, you don't really know what it is. So, but yeah, it, it, you know. So I have non-negotiables in my office. My my new patients, I'm gonna I know everything that's going on with their teeth because I don't leave anything to chance, and um, 
I basically reward people if they've gone through the effort to bring other x-rays, cool. Then all the x-rays we're taking, I'm just going to do for free because as a reward that you went through the effort, but I don't give a shit about the x-rays you're bringing to me because they're rarely diagnostic. They're well, rarely at the right angle. They send them to us in a single profile. So we really can't do anything with them because they're pissed that the patient is leaving their yeah. office anyway. So they will give us an image of all 18 views in one JPEG. I'm yeah. like, great. Well, I can't, this isn't diagnostic. Yeah. This isn't, I can't see anything. So, but they went through the effort to do all that. I'll reward them with, I'm not going to charge you. Unless, of course, the x-rays were five years old and the insurance is going to cover it anyway. Well, no, we're going to bill it. Right. So, but the bottom line is we're taking the films, we're taking all 18 views, we're taking the pano, and then we're going to iTero scan everything and my photographs. And by the time we're done with all that, I kind of have an idea what's going on with your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, 100%. It's insane. People, but people don't have... They don't have the right to dummy down your degree. Right. So you have a responsibility and you have to take that serious or no one else is going to take that serious. Yeah. So cover your asses, docs. Cover your asses. It's all about ass coverage. Seriously. I'm a big fan of ass coverage. (laughs) So... Well, we should probably wrap it up. Um, um, fun fact, watch Zorba. Zorba the, the Greek? Zorba the Greek. We just watched it. Great life lessons. Yeah. Um, it, it, we could keep going. There's lists of movies, the greatest movie of all time, or this or that, and movies that shaped us and that kind of thing. And, and it dawned on us that we'd never watched Zorba the Greek, Anthony Quinn's apex moment, probably. And so... Um, and now we dance. And so we've said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's watch it. We yeah, kind of, it was that. a great movie. That's just a little plug. I think everybody yeah. should go watch it. And so then I found an article, 10 things I learned from Zorba the Greek. And there were things that, you know, in hindsight, you're like, oh yeah, I guess that was part of the, cause they're not blatant life lessons in the movie. You know, they're not, there's nothing to write, write down. I mean, it's just, it's in hindsight. You, if you start to having a discussion about it, you go, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, freedom of man, man, is it truly free? Um, if they're tied down to, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, all the different things. So uh, I can maybe put in the show notes, the lessons from Zorba or the link to it. We should have that as our song. Oh, well just the, yep. There's no lyrics. (laughs) I know, but it's awesome. It makes you want to dance. It does make you want to dance and drink Uzo. (laughs) Those three things. Those are Holly's three things. Dance, drink Uzo. And what did I say? I can't remember what I said. I don't know. I wasn't listening. Your dick. <laughs> throw dishes. Oh, throw dishes. Okay. Um, Opa! Kay. All right. So, uh, don't turn we're gonna, the music off. Listen to the music. Yeah. This is uh, iconic music that you may not have known what it was because, you know, be playing in the background of some other movie or you're watching a different movie and, and they're watching that movie. We were watching um, My Life in Ruins yeah. and the, they were watching Zorba the Greek. The guy at the front desk of his hotel was watching Zorba the Greek. So if I hadn't seen Zorba, I wouldn't have known what the fuck he was watching and had the significance of it. But now that I saw it, now I understand. But there I is understand. actually a dance. So if you ever get really super spontaneous. Or drunk. Do the dance. Might have to do the and dance. And send it to us. And then uh, we should probably have a... They had that um, that ice book challenge. We should have Zorba dance we challenge. We can have a Zorba dance challenge for t-shirts because we're having t-shirts and hats made. That's right. That's right. So, 
All right. In the spirit of Greece, we're going to take off in the Zorba the Greek dance song. So for Holly Timmerman, this is Lance Timmerman. Love you. Peace. Peace.